You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's drive time now. Welcome to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians radio network. Tribe Talk is brought to you by Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance. Welcome to Tribe Talk today from the downtown Cleveland Convention Center. We are at Tribe Fest for this week's show. Great to get out and about as uh, we normally record our show in the home radio booth at Progressive Field. But we have an audience here as uh, we are welcoming a bunch of guests throughout the next hour or so. Later on, we'll hear from Corey Kluber. We hope to have Kenny Lofton and Carlos Baerga here as well as Carlos Santana stopping by. But let's get right to it. We begin our show with Indian starting pitcher Carlos Carrasco. Great to see you, Carlos. Thanks for coming by. Thank you for having me. Here we are late in the day. How's the day gone for you in terms of activities? What have they had you doing so far here? Everything well, so far so great. Even when I did uh, on the stay over there, minute by minute, something like that. Minute to minute win to it. Minute to win it. Oh my God, that was a, that was unbelievable. Did you need more than a minute to win it? No, thirty seconds fine. <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, you're here in Cleveland, and uh, we still have a little ways to go before you head to spring training. And uh, for you, we talked about a little bit last spring training uh, about what you enjoy doing in the off season, and that's travel. And, and I know you've been traveling a bunch. Uh, where have you been this off season that, that's been a lot of fun for you? First, I've been in Africa, um, Italy. Then we went to uh, Germany, Switzerland. So down to uh, Santo Domingo. So we went a lot of parts, and uh, one of them we went to Africa and donated some backpacks over there. So I just trying to help a lot of a lot of kids to go into school. So even uh, out of the country, in Venezuela too. So we send a lot of medication down there, uh, backpack, uh, book, um, everything because. The, um, the school already started down there, but those kids they doesn't have anything to start. They doesn't have book, backpack, nothing like that. So we find out um, they need all, all those uh, materials to start school, so we send them down there. I, I know you do some of that here, Yep, where you, you provide books for kids. Where does that come from? Why did you start doing that and, and, and use that as a vehicle to, to help in the community? I think because uh, the more important is education. Uh, the same way that I learned when I was uh, uh, when I was uh, growing up, growing up, um, I saw a lot of people help me. So that's what I want to give them back to them, and I want to see my kids to see that too. So in the future, they can help a lot of people too. But I love to do that with my wife, my kids. Every time when we um, when we do the box and then we send them, so all my family is there to help me, even here in Cleveland. So I'm trying to plan everything in June. July and, and August, so that's the time my family's here, so they can help me too. 
But it's been great. It's been, it's been great for the last three or four years, uh, helping uh, the community in here in Cleveland, even on the school. Then I love to do that, and uh, we have a lot of fans. So every time uh, those days, I think it's June or no, July, they always they always do the uh, the the bus uh, the bus drive for yeah. the books. Yeah. So they always they always bring books. So I'm really happy for that. And for fans who don't know, it, if, in case they miss the news, uh, you'll be doing it a lot longer than, than maybe originally thought because you did sign a contract extension. And uh, we had you on a little while back and you talked about that, but uh, just reiterate, uh, what led you to commit to the Indians for a little bit longer? You know what, this is, uh, this is my family and I love to play here. I like the community, I like the fans, I like the stadium, I like my teammates because uh, they are family. But at some time, uh, uh, we have to understand it's part of the business too. If it's I'm here and here, if it's training, it's training. But uh, I'm glad I'm here for a couple more years. And uh, this year might be a little bit different. Uh, there's more turnover than the Indians have had in quite some time in terms of players. Uh, and what do you see as as you <laughs> as you get going here at TriFesta and meet some some new players and things like that? How difficult is it to, to kind of see that turnover? And, and is it refreshing in some ways? You know what? This is a part of business, you know. But uh, now we have a great teammate here, Carlos Santana. We lost a couple guys, Encarnacion, Alonso, Gomez. But you know, it's, it's part of the baseball. But we got good uh, good guy back, so we're gonna be fine. But even more, uh, we missed Santana for a year, so he's back with our game. When, uh, just to get back to, you mentioned Africa, you were in Africa, and you mm -hmm. relayed a great story earlier about maybe not getting as much sleep as you thought you would in Africa, and explain what happened there, what was going on? Man, that was uh, crazy because he's a champion there, and five feet is just the line running all night. So it's the, um, the only thing that I have is the whistle. If it's something happening inside, so I just blow the whistle, that's it. And those guys coming right to, to us. But uh, that was really good experience to, to do that. <laughs> is this a building or a tent that, that you were in? Tent. You're in a yes. tent, and the lions are right outside. Yeah, right outside the lions, the hippos, the genas, all that. So there's no fear that they might just run over the tent. I don't know. I'm I'm here now. Thanks, God. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, off season, uh, obviously a lot of travel, but but you get your work in. You've obviously come into camp prepared and, and had good seasons. When you look back at last season, uh, how satisfied with were you with it? And how much do you think you still have room to grow as a, a pitcher in the major leagues? Oh yeah, every year, every year I have to work hard really really hard because uh every year we get old so <laughs> i'm 31 now and, uh in a couple months i'm gonna be 32 so i'm trying to keep in my you know my my body in shape so i think every year is more difficult for us you know when you go in the age so you have to work hard so you you can you can resist the whole uh season so what's the biggest difference now getting ready for a season as opposed to maybe when you first joined the Indians in the trade and, and you were just a young guy? Man, when, when I was a young guy, so I just start maybe a week before I report, uh, report, uh, report uh, to spring training. Now I just start in the beginning of November to training. So all the people, they can see the picture in Instagram that I'm here over there. But behind that, I, I just do my workout first. And I'm not allowed to throw because it's just uh, me and my wife, but uh, I can still do, you know, my lifting, running, all that kind of stuff. In Africa, I just running with the lions so behind me. 
So you, you can't play catch with the lions or the hippos, anything like uh, that. That's not happening. No, <laughs> but uh, normally I just normally I start doing that in the middle of December. Okay. To get ready for spring training. All right, he just showed up. I don't know if he's still listening. He took the headsets off. But Carlos Santana, we'll have him on the next segment. What's it like having him back? He, he was a good teammate, right? You know what? He's really funny. So he played hard. He liked to, you know, to to talk to him, what I can do to get better. And that's what we hear. So you talk to your teammates, what I can do to get better. So sometimes he comes he come to me and they say, hey, you maybe next inning you're trying to throw more breaking balls, something like that, because uh, those guys get really easy on you, so you're only fastball, fastball. I'm a hitter, but i just always looking for a fastball. Maybe next inning you're trying to use uh, your breaking ball. So to have a, a guy like that every inning, this is every inning, not in the first inning. So he always starts from the first inning to the last. He always says something to me. What do you have between now and spring training? What do you do to, so that you're ready to go when, when you get to Goodyear? You know what, from from now to uh, to spring training, so it's still still working. I need, before I report, I need to throw maybe uh, three or four bullpen. Um, I can't wait to get there. As soon as you get there, it's a different different situation there because you 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 get in, uh, in spring training, you know you have to prepare for a long season. Now we start on March 27, I think. 28th. 28th. Yeah. Just in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> yes, in Minnesota. How about that, huh? <laughs> I know. We were looking at the schedule before we went on. How much snow do you think we'll see the first two weeks of the season? A lot. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of snow. <laughs> um, but it should be fun. Hey, and it's great to have you back in the fold and, and know that you'll be here a while. Uh, thanks a lot for coming by. We'll try and get through with Carlos Santana in our next segment. Good luck. <laughs> Carlos Carrasco, thanks so much. Thank you. That is uh, Carlos Carrasco. Big hand for him from our studio audience here at Tribe Fest. And stay tuned. More to come after this from the Convention Center downtown on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhaus back with you at the Convention Center downtown Cleveland. As uh, we are live at Tribe Fest this afternoon, and uh, we will keep the guests rolling. We have Carlos Carrasco to start the show, and great to see Carlos Santana back in an Indians uniform. And Carlos, I think the fans are pretty darn happy too, based on the reactions. Happy, happy, and come back to my sweet home. Um, you know that's why I'm here. Um, see with the um, my fan, he see me and and try to have time here to my fans. Right, we were talking during the break. You are with the Phillies last year. You, you didn't come directly here. You, you were in Seattle for about a week. Yeah. And uh, when you got the news that you were coming to Cleveland, I don't know if it was a great surprise, but what was the reaction to you then when, when you found that out that you'd be coming back? I'm excited. Excited. Um, you know, Cleveland is my, my home. You know, um, I mean, uh, Comfortable for for my fans, for my teammate, uh, people. You know, I'm I'm so excited, very happy, and come back to my sweet home. You know, and and I try to um, help to my team and 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 try to get it to the World Series. And certainly, you've been down that road before. A big part of the 2016 team. When you look back on, on that first go round, I thought it was interesting because earlier on on the stage there, we had an event and. And you were talking about your favorite moments, and, mm -hmm. and obviously you make the catch for the last out in the ALCS. But you forget sometimes you're 
some of your earliest big me big league memories or as a Cleveland Indian? I mean I never forgot that moment. It's a special moment for me, my teammate, my fan, the city. Uh, I mean great spirit. I'm taking great spirit. Um, and I wanna do it again. You know, if if he, you know if he if for me I wanna catch the last out for making to the World Series. So I never I never forgot that moment. For me that's a special and I know I lost to the World Series, but I'm feel and I'm making with the World Champion. A lot of your former teammates are still here. Uh, how much did you stay in touch with them over the course of last season? Is that hard to do over, over the course of a season when you're with another team in another league? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's cool. He's, I mean, it's hard. Um, 2018, for me, he's, he's hard. Like, um, I live to Cleveland and make it to the to another thing um, but you know uh, he's in the past so now I worry about in the present right now I'm being here in Cleveland and and try to prepare for help to my team and making to the playoff in the World Series. I know Terry Francona always speaks very highly of you uh, what was it like when you saw him here earlier today? I mean I'm keeping um, I'm keeping communicating with Tito um, the first thing I'm, I'm giving kids to the head and and, and, and give it papa and he like it you know me and Tito he's like we had a very good relation and you know he's a great person and help he helped me a lot and uh, and I'm happy and he my my boss again hey, you mentioned he helped you he oversaw a couple of position changes during your time here when he was the manager how did he help you get through that because it it can't be easy to to learn a new position or try something different. I mean, I, I know he's hard, but um, I'm concentrated. I'm concentrated for for any any situation. Tiro Tiro putting third base, outfield, first base. You know, um, I try to focus, focus, and and try to give getting bad for me and my team. Carlos Santana joining us back with the Indians after a, a big trade uh, this past off season and. Uh, Carlos, you look at, at this team, how much do you know about them? How much is it the same as when you left? How much is it different And, and uh, as you head into spring training? I mean, the the only thing is different is spirit. You know, um, you know Lindol, Jose, um, Kibney, I know Bradley Leaf, um, the starting pitcher. You know, I mean, it's like um, like same, you know, I know I lost one year, but everything he's saying, nothing changed. The only thing changed is they play, they have more experience and, and, and you know, and, and try to play together for win. So, I mean, nothing changed. This, the another, another year and, and try to be best for, for the team. All right, we know what you can do at the plate. Uh, really consistent over the course of your career. Chances are you'll play a lot of first base, but maybe there ooh, might ooh. be. There, chances are you'll play mm -hmm. first base, but possibly there might be opportunities in the outfield. Would, would you go back out there after your experiences earlier in your career here? I'm ready. I'm ready. You know that's why I'm preparing. I'm preparing for my off season, so try to prepare my body that any situation help to my team. If he, he don't need me for outfield or third base or 
shows tall, whatever, so I'm be ready. And take us back to 2016 World Series Wrigley Field. They needed you in the outfield to get your bat in the lineup. Uh, what was going through your head there? Huge games, and you're playing an unfamiliar position. I mean, he's tough. He's tough, especially to the Wrigley Field. Um, you know, the moment, you know, and I'm excited. You know, I know Tito hitting me for me for outfield and, and I'm doing so. If he had to another opportunity, I'm doing again. And as time winds down here, our time running short here in this segment. But uh, we talked about it on stage earlier. A great moment for you catching the, the last out in the ALCS. You do have the baseball. Yes, I have it. And where would that be? My house. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, that boy is like, like, Great spirit, you know, especially like, this is my first time playing the World Series and, and the team they have for a long time, uh, not play in the World Series. Uh, I don't know if you remember what last, um, last time the team played World Series, like 1995, right? Yeah, With the Man 97. Oh, sorry. 97. 97. He's like, that ball is very special for me, it's especially like what I catch to the ball. A great moment for Tribe fans, oh, and yeah. they're ecstatic to have you back. Carlos, thanks for coming by for a little bit. Thank you. That's Carlos Santana, everybody. And stay with us when we come back. We hope to have Carlos Baerga and Kenny Lofton together. So uh, all bets are off when that happens, but uh, we'll give it a shot after the break as we continue with Tribe Talk from Tribe Fest in downtown Cleveland on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Tribe Fest in downtown Cleveland at the Convention Center. And uh, we have a lot of folks around our broadcast location here at the Convention Center. Do we even need to introduce these guys? No. Well, for our radio fans out there, Kenny Lofton and Carlos Baerga have stopped by. Two of the best for the Indians for a long, long time. And uh, we'll start with Kenny. Please. <laughs> Yes. Please, Why are we going to start with Kenny? Because well, once he Carlos lost, he lead off. He lead once, off. Once Carlos start, it's a wrap. I'm going to get another word in. Where, where? I, before we talk baseball, uh, you have another movie coming out. Uh, mm -hmm. Is it your second? My third. third. Third? Third movie coming out. Tell us a little bit about it and, and when it's supposed to hit the screens. What? A, 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 excuse me. The name of the movie is called Chokehold, and um, it's a, a woman's underground MMA fighting movie. It's going to be a little action pack. And it's coming here in um, in February, the week of the 18th. So it's going to be a, a few days here. So we guys get a chance to come out. It should be, I think it's playing at the Cleveland Center of the Arts. And um, it's only going to be here a limited time. It's going to limited cities. And I, I make sure, I told him we had to bring it here in Cleveland. So it is coming to Cleveland. And it's going to be fun. The debut of the last one was phenomenal. Thank and, you. And I'm, I'm sure this one... What has it been like almost having a second career now as as a producer of movies? Yeah, it is, but it's tough because it's you have to depend on a lot of other people to help th get things done, and they tell you, get it you know, for this day, get it for these many days done, and you get it all done, and they say, oh, um, we'll get back with you. I'm like, you just told me what days and times, and just like baseball, can if you hit 300, do this, you're going to be an all-star. Okay, I did it. Can I be an all-star? Yes. But in the movies, you're like, oh, we'll, we'll get back to you. I'm like, okay, this is 
kind of crazy. Uh, well, you had teammates like Carlos back at, back in the day. Movie who, star. <laughs> well, you know, you had, yeah. you, know, you had you had you know teammates like Carlos. He was the guy that he was going to play every day. You knew he's going to be in the lineup. I think one other person worse than Carlos of telling him put me in the lineup was Albert Bell. Oh so. my God! Wow. I don't want to talk about how many times he broke the lineup of my hard girl oh, when so, he wasn't there. So basically, Albert wanted to play every single day and mike hargrove sometimes say you know what i'm gonna give him an off day not he good. gets so oh it was not good he'll yeah. get so mad he'll go to the office we hear him which like so everybody listens he's like look albert is going to the office and we knew why because <laughs> his name wasn't in the lineup yeah it was like he's about to go off you know so i want to be in the lineup why you take me out of the lineup I'm gonna... now margo say go put him back in the lineup all right, yeah. Bobby D wanted me to ask both of you guys. Yeah. He said, if you get them on at the same time, please find out who was who was in charge of the clubhouse music because he thought it was you at times, Kenny, and sometimes Carlos. Who was in charge? It, yeah, it was back and forth. Yeah. Basically, at certain times, I felt like I wanted it, and we always had a certain time. It was I would say before it was certain um, a time period. Yeah. So it was probably maybe. 15 minutes before we kind of put our our focus on, yeah. it was my music. But before then, it was Carlos. <laughs> All right, so Carlos, what is your music as compared to Kenny's music? Well, it, it was it was good music. They both were good music. Well, our was in Spanish, and our Kenny was in R and B, so hip hop and stuff like that. But it, but it was it was good music, and we, and we have fun. Everybody had fun in there, and, and uh, that was our clubhouse. You know, every time that we step in, you know, we know that the song that they're gonna get us going for the game. And then when we win, every time we come back, we have a, a song too. So what was the song? Was, uh, what was the song? This is this how, is we, how do we do it. You know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you talk about that, and obviously the talent was there. You had so many talented players, all stars, but it sure seemed like the chemistry was there too. I mean, we had a great time, I think, because. Mike Hargrove gave the, the clubhouse, was our clubhouse. So yes. he basically let us, you just do what you have to do, enjoy it. And I think the chemistry, because everyone had their own thing going on, you know. So, and we just was, a, 25 players had whatever personality, we were able to just let our own personality come out and just, just make it your home. And some of these guys made it. A home inside home, and it was not cool sometimes. <laughs> and Carlos, I know both of you have been around uh, a little bit in recent seasons, and it's been a good run uh, recently with uh, the World Series in 16 and playoff appearances. Uh, what are you seeing from, from these teams that, I don't know if it resembles yours or maybe are different, but getting it done to a pretty high level as well? I think, you know, that we they have the talent because I have to say, you know, they have the, they have the pitching. Then maybe they have a better pitching than what we used to have, you know, at that time. Uh, but I believe that, you know, they, they, it, it takes 25 players to win a championship, to go to the playoffs, to go to the World Series. And, uh, and I believe that, you know, uh, what, what they need, they need a leader to come up and, you know, say, hey, we're going we're gonna to step in the field every day and we're going to show everybody who we are. That's what we have. We have confidence and cackiness, and we have an attitude. You know, we, we know every time we step in the field, they know that Cleveland is what's showing up today. And that's the kind of attitude our, our team needs to have this year. A lot of, there's a lot of questions right now with the outfield. 
the what's going to happen, who's going to be in the right field, who's going to be in the left field. Um, I think our pitching staff is the best pitching staff in the American League. I believe that. Now we have a question who's going to be the closer. You know, that's that's going to be a, a big thing in there. But I believe, you know, we, ha we have a good hitting team. Maybe we need one more power hitter. You know, in, in, in that line, you know, to put us, you know, to the next level and, and, and uh, compete against the Astros and compete against Boston, even even Oakland. Oakland is coming. They're young. They are together again. So it's going to be exciting this year. I believe that, you know, we have the, the, the opportunity that I, that's good that we are on the dock this year again. So I think that we can surprise a lot of people. And they have the manager. Tito, you know, he, he's a great manager. He, he knows how to work with the players. So I hope that we can do it. I mean, just to, you know, just to reiterate what Carlos said is, you know, everything he said, but I think on top of that, what made us different from, I think, the 95 team to the, like, 2016 or, or to now is that we, all the guys, we knew who we were as individuals, and we played the game like I knew I was a, a lit-off hitter, I bunt, I stole bases, I got on. The next guy, Omar, behind me, and then Carlos. So everyone knew their role. I think these guys need to find their roles as individuals. And once you find your role as an individual, you stick to it, then once you stick to it, it makes it easier so now everyone understands what your role is in the lineup. We already knew that. I gotta ask you, time winding down a little bit, but I mean, it's 20 years now yeah. since the mid-90s. What's it like for you to come back here and, and get the reception that you do from the fans 20 years after you gave them such great memories on the field? Um, again, because I think when we were at that time, Cleveland haven't been to the to the World Series in 1954, long time, yeah. a long time. And I think it was just the hype that was going on at that time. Once we started, we didn't stop. And I think the city of Cleveland was looking for someone to put them back on that championship train. And we ended up doing that. And ever since then, the city of Cleveland showing the fans or the fans, we knew the fans were there, but people outside of Cleveland start to understand what they saw. You know, they always say Cleveland rocks. Cleveland was rocking. I, I have to follow those words. You know, Kenny say the right, the right word. You know, I believe that, you know, we have great fans here and they are waiting for that. You know, you can see every time we go to the playoff here, they, that ballpark go crazy. You can even t ask the other players from the other team and they say when you, they know when they're playing a ballpark, it's going to be the handful, not just with the players, with the fans too. And, uh, you know, we, we, are, we, are, we can wait to get to the playoff again and, and I hope that we have the opportunity to win, to win it all. He mentioned walking into the ballpark and, and just knowing uh, you had a lineup too that, I mean, there weren't many teams in the American League that had to feel good about their pitching against your lineup. And that has to feel good going into a game. Again, I think the major thing that came in is that we all knew our roles. And I can always say that because once you know your role and the other team knows that if Kenny gets on base, somehow Omar's going to get him in. And if one of the two guys behind him right away, Carlos and Albert's going to get him in. And then after that, if that don't happen, then you got Tome, Manny. Eddie, Sorrento, <laughs> Sandy. I'm like, jeez. So, and I think that's what scared people because they knew we knew what we had to do and we did it. When we, when I talk to people about our lineup, I always say, hey, this is a lineup. There was a special lineup. You got Gene Tommy in the Hall of Fame. You got Eddie Muir in the Hall of Fame. Dave Winfield was in the bench. He's a Hall of Famer. Kenny going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Omar's going to be a Hall of Famer. Sandy Alomar put some numbers in there. Albert Bell, it wasn't because of hip. You should be a Hall of Famer too. So when you go from top, from the first to the nine, 
that's one of the best lino in the game, in the history of the game. Kenny, one more time. Plug the movie before so it's, we're done. It's, it's Choco is a woman's under, underground MMA fighting movie, and it's going to be um, here in Cleveland the week of February 18th. We so have to be there. We have to be, be there, there, come and support, and I would love to support. And Carlos, we see you at spring training a little bit? Yes, I'm going to be in spring training. I'm going on, on the 19th. I'm going to be doing the fantasy camp okay. that I always do it with the Indians, and then I, I'll be in spring training in March. What is your role at fantasy camp? Fantasy camp, I'm, the, I'm a manager for the team, but I, I'm the one that get everybody going. I'm the crazy guy. You better be ready. Come on. That's not true. <laughs> exactly. He's never crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, great to see you. Thank you for coming by. Thank you. Thank you. Kenny Lofton, Carlos Bayerg, a big hand for both. Stay tuned. When we come back for our final segment of Tribe Talk, we'll hear from Indian starting pitcher Corey Kluber. Some of his thoughts on the offseason and the season to come as well and, and some of the things that he was doing here at Tribe Talk earlier today. That's all coming up as we continue from the downtown Cleveland Convention Center on Tribe Talk from Tribe Fest on the Cleveland Clinic Indians radio network. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Tribe Fest at the Convention Center in downtown Cleveland. Great to have you with us. And our, our show mostly live today. We were scheduled to have Corey Kluber join us, but with uh, some scheduling things, he had other responsibilities right now. But we did not let that pass. We were able to catch up with Corey a little bit earlier today and talk to him about how TriFest has been going as well as a lot of other things happening in this off season, which has been extremely busy. Hi, right, Corey, um, you're here at TriFest. Let's get the important stuff out of the way first. Uh, you caught in the kids' game earlier today. How'd that go? Catcher for you. Yeah, it went well. Um, you know, didn't didn't embarrass myself too bad out there, but uh, it was fun. You know, I think that uh, that was that was my my best way of trying to interact with all the kids was to you know catch and give them high fives and they hit things like that. So you know, it's fun. It's fun to see uh, you know all the different activities going on out there and you know to to see the different opportunities for kids to to interact with players and you know kind of be active things like that. Nobody asked you to pitch. They asked me, but I, I, I politely declined. Can you throw, you think you can get more break on a wiffle ball as opposed to just regular baseball, that, you know, known for your breaking stuff, would, would it come into play with a wiffle ball? It's one of the reasons I didn't want to pitch because I'm, I was afraid I'd embarrass myself trying to throw a <laughs> wiffle ball as opposed to a real ball. All right, off season, um, another, I mean, a tremendous year a year ago, 20-game winner for the first time in your career. And I know when you're in the season, it's hard to, to really get too excited about that because you're so locked in. But um, when it was done, what did you think at the end of the year? Yeah, I think, you know, it was, it was a solid year for me personally. I think that, uh, you know, I I feel like for the most part I was pretty consistent throughout the year. There was a couple ups and downs there, but I think that's what we all strive for is to is to be consistent, you know, from game one to game 162 and, you know, take the ball, log innings, all that kind of stuff. So in that sense, that you know, I think it was it was a good year for me. Um, obviously, when, when you don't don't win in the playoffs, that leaves a bad taste in your mouth, whether you lose in the first round or you lose in the World Series. But um, like you said, you know, you take time after the season to reflect and, and try to, you know, look at the bigger picture. And I think at the end, it, it seems easy. You win 20 games, you, you get the 200 innings, the 200 strikeouts, all of that. But uh, there were some struggles there midway through, and, and how impressed were you with, with your ability to, to overcome some things, both health-wise and, and effectiveness-wise there for a couple of starts? I think everybody runs into things throughout the course of the year. I think that, you know, 
a player would be lying to you if they went through the entire season saying they felt great or didn't, you know, feel uncomfortable at a certain point in time. It's just it's such a long season. You you play so many games, you're bound to to go through spells where things don't feel great. But you know that's part of it is trying to battle your way through it. And you know when as a starting pitcher, you know you, you pitch once every fifth day, and when it is your day to pitch, you go out there and you compete to the best of your ability, and and you try to give your team a chance to win. Corey Kluber joining us and. Uh, Obviously, fans know your your name has been mentioned in just a, a slew of trade rumors throughout the off season. How have you dealt with that? Really, for the first time in your career, where publicly your name has been out there. Um, I mean, I think honestly, as as players, I think we all realize that you know it's baseball is a business, and that's part of it. At certain points in your career, either you're going to be a free agent, or maybe a team might you know talk about trading and things like that, but. You know, all, all we can concern ourselves, all that I'm, I'm trying to do right now is just prepare myself for the season, um, you know, the best I can. Hopefully it's with the Indians. If not, then, you know, I'll I'll be prepared wherever else it is. But like I said, you know, just try and get yourself ready for the season and, and you know, try to go out there. Like I said, you know, log innings, make starts, things like that, and, you know, try to bolster his pitching staff. And along those lines, obviously a, a team tries to come together at a certain point there'll be some new faces this year there are going to be some familiar uh, familiar faces that aren't here any longer how do you go about pulling that together when when you get to spring training or even to some extent this weekend at least for a little bit yeah you know i think we've been in a pretty unique situation uh the last few years you know we've haven't really had much turnover which probably isn't that common you know amongst major league baseball teams and and now we do have a little bit of it and you know it's it's not any anything that we can use it as, as an excuse you know I think that we just have to do it as, as we did a few years ago and you know take the time to, to build that culture and, and you know get to know each other trust each other all that kind of stuff that makes you good teammates. When you look at, at individually things that maybe you work on this off season that maybe you haven't done before any new wrinkles that you add to your routine that that you think will help you as you get deeper into your career now? Uh, not really, you know. I, I had a full off season, you know, no, no bumps and bruises for the first time in a couple of years to kind of address things. So it was nice to just kind of get in the gym right away and and you know work on getting stronger and preparing myself and you know take advantage of the full off season as opposed to trying to you know address some stuff early on and then and then work on improving. So I think I think it's been good so far. So for some of our younger listeners, maybe pitchers, the the month of January. What, what is a Corey Kluber doing in the month of January to get ready? This is probably the busiest point, you know, of the off season as far as preparation. You know, I think that uh, for me now it's you know early on in the off season it's just you know lifting stuff, getting stronger, trying to work on your body, and now it's it's really ramping up the throwing and while also you know continuing to do all that stuff. So I think that you know you you build throughout the course of the off season to to try to get yourself ready for when when spring training rolls around. You know, your arms in shape and your body's in shape and stuff. That way you don't you know have to have to kind of slow things down to get ready for the season, but you're ready to just kind of hit the ground running. Well, you're always ready. I know that, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you in spring training. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, Rosie. And that's Indians pitcher Corey Kluber looking very much forward to the new season to come in spring training, which is right around the corner. And that's going to do it for this week's edition of Tribe Talk. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will talk to you next week back at our regular time. Until then... This is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Who keeps you cheering year after year? Who's got the ballpark? The best is all right here. Who's got the fans with so much Cleveland pride? Who's talking baseball? Talking tribe.
Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. 